Hey guys, I'm back um, again with the part two um, of uh, the episode I just published. Robert Clayton, pay what you owe. Um, he just gave me a call back, but I wanted to make sure I was here recording so that you all can hear clearly he and I both before he hangs up. Um, so I'm going to return his call and... Uh, Hopefully, he's trying to make some type of amends with me so that he could give me some of my money, um, at least most of it back. So, uh, let's see. Please leave your message for five. All right, I'm going to wait for him to call me back about 30 seconds. I really don't have that much patience in me left um, because I explained to him. And if you all go back and listen to Billy, Billy Blue, uh, bitch better uh, have my money. Um, I did that shit before where I lent someone else money, took them to court, sued them, won the suit, um, they were not working, and they found out that I found out where they banked. And um, I sent a processor over there uh, to the bank because they wasn't going to release any of his financial personal information to me. So the processor paid them $75. They served the bank. Um, the bank then called me about a month or so later. They said they had actually been trying to call me for some time, but they were not able to get a hold of me. Um, and actually they had, uh, left me voicemails that, and when I did check my voicemail, they were old, like old. So when I finally called and spoke with the bank about the case, they, um, cause I already had the email and, um, a mail copy from the process server's company that I used to just show proof that they did their part. Um, the, the personnel from the bank, um, let me know that they had to send a letter of garnish wages to uh, Mr. Billy to his house um, before just sending me the funds. And the lady said the amount, which was like $11 or $14 or something, something like that. She said um, that was what he had and that he has not been making deposits every since then. Ever since he received the letter of garnish wages, he hasn't returned to the bank to put more money in. Um, and uh, the 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 way I found out where he banked was because we had a mutual friend, and that mutual friend is the person who told me where he banked, because he later came to that friend and said, "I want, I want, I want to know, you know, how she found out." And he, and he said to the friend, I'm glad she didn't find out where the other two banks are. So it's people literally want, trying to take advantage of women, men taking advantage of women. I'm not saying it like it's a new thing in the world. I'm tired of being taken advantage of. Though. My kindness has really been taken for weakness. I'm looking out for folk. They're not giving me my money back. I'm a single parent. You know, I don't get any help from 
you know, anywhere. I, you know, I, I'm usually with the job. Now, before I lost this job with Robert Clayton, before I lost my job, um, the situation with Robert Clayton, I had been waiting on him for months. He had uh, asked if he can pay me back slowly. I don't know what that meant. So in the beginning, he gave me some cash, like about 300 um total, because he gave me money at different times. He gave me a total of $300. Now, I've, I zailed him $3,000 that I can show in court. Despite any conversations that he and I have had, I can show the proof that I sent the money to him. Now, anytime I call him and ask him for my money, because it's mine, because it came from my account, um, anytime I ask him for my money, he always say, um, he'll argue with me and say, you gave it to me because you said you like me. You gave it to me. Be- um, what other excuse has he told me? Um you oh he'll say you got all that money why you press over the money or he'll say things like he said a classic one oh yeah the classic one was the one that I just said you giving me the you gave me the money because you like me and then he'll say um oh you reaching out to me because you broke now but you was offering for me to travel with you to go to trips say things like that. That is true. I have offered if he wanted to go with me to learn about um, foreign exchange um, under extreme effects, uh, global marketing and uh, effects academy. So, you know, I had I, that was on business. So I did ask him to go on a business trip with me, but he declined anyway because we were kind of still uh, new learning each other. Uh, that was a month after I gave him the money. But if I'm wrong about February, I know my bank account, they have the history. Transaction history and Zale has, you know, the record of when I sent him the $3,000 to clear that up on my behalf about the dates. Anyway, today's date is now November the 9th, uh, 2.23 EST time. And he had has not made any type of arrangements to slowly pay me. Um, to give me a weekly payment, a monthly payment, a bi-weekly payment, what he never said an amount or anything. So I've been slowly waiting. So um, I've recently changed my number, but he has another number that I have not yet changed. So I was calling him on that number. So um, I had a friend dig up some some information on him and they have been telling me for the longest the friend and someone else to take him to court to sue him and the only thing about court is going back and forth them trying to find them them summoning the person who answers the door and then not being him that they serve and you know it's a lot of back and forth until they finally go to court until he finally arrives to show up for court. And so he doesn't believe that I know where he stays. Um, so that's my that's the hardest dilemma because he has always come to my home. I've never come to his home. 
and um but with the information that my friend gave me i'm going to use that information when i go to court and i'm going to probably do that today november 9th or tomorrow november 10th early in the morning because i wasn't really trying to go that route because of the process and because i wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt that he was going to try to make arrangements to pay me back but he's not trying at all and I think that he wants me to forget. I really believe that. Like, I think he wants me to forget that he owes me money because of the time length of when I first gave it to him. I'm using, I'm utilizing uh, my podcast recording. <sighs> um, I'm utilizing this as a method of proof. Um, so if he calls me back while I'm doing my recording, you guys will hear that. Um, as well. Now, if I can get my other phone screen fixed, I'll be able to get into that phone for the text message history because I see what I see with my free number, but we didn't really communicate much about um, him borrowing money. Um, This was like the beginning in June. Um, but we were already supposed to be doing business because pretty much this is the story. If I didn't already say it in the first one, I was a little irate and frustrated. Um, I lent him $3,000. I lent. I didn't give. I lent him $3,000 because he told me that his dad got in trouble with the law and that um, his brothers and sisters uh, were not offering to help put up any money for his dad. And he was afraid that he would go to jail. So um, he you know, told me he needed the money to get him a decent lawyer and that he really didn't, 3000 really was not enough because he never got the lawyer. Um, he said that uh, he didn't want his dad to, to rot in jail. His dad had a mental uh, a mental problem, I think, or something, and his dad uh, acted out. And at that same time, he, he uh, let me know in confidence, you know, that his mom was dealing with COVID, and he was stressed and really hurt and it, like he was about to cry. So I really felt like he was being honest with me, um, and, you know, but he was putting on an act. So now, fast forward. So when he got the $3,000, I don't know what he did with it right away, but I do know that he bought um, large amounts of marijuana from a friend because the plan was to sell weed to, you know, pay me off. And because I'm in culinary, I was going and I'm trying to get into the edible side of the marijuana business. Um, I was supposed to be making uh, cookies and brownies, which I did make a batch of cookies and brownies and oil and butters. But that sat in the freezer for months. He, I, No money was made from it. It was a waste of product. Um, and that money was supposed to be, I guess he was going to try to. Uh, double the money so that he can get um, enough to add on to the 3000 that I gave him to, you know, so he can pay for the lawyer for his dad. So anytime I ask him for money for any reasons, he'll say, oh, nah, you coming to me because you broke. Um, when I first asked him for some money back, I asked him for 500 He said, where well, I'm supposed to get that from? I'm supposed to just pull that out the air. Then... Um, Another time I asked him for money, I almost cried. He gave me $100. He sold me $100. I asked him again for, uh, 
for a couple of dollars, like maybe a week or so later, maybe a few days later. I'm not really sure. But um, anytime after that, I ask, he'll just make an excuse not to give it to me or get upset with me and start cursing me out, get very angry with me and say I gave it to him because I liked him. You know, and this was a guy that I was interested in, but he is making it seem as though it was a gift. And I don't like when people play on my intelligence like it was a gift. Um, He and I made it, and I was very clear because I told him about the previous situation with Mr. Billy on me money and how that went about. So I told him, I will take you to court. I will. I don't play when it comes to money, a large amount of money. It's not $20. You know, it's not $10. It's nothing that I can not, you know, that I that I can't get that I can get back I can't get three thousand back right away. So now I'm currently not working, and I'm in my last class. And now I owe my school two thousand four hundred three dollars because I was supposed to be getting that money back by you know my goal in my mind was to pay my school back. Um, the, the last two payments, three payments, um, by September. And now uh, student accounts is calling me because my um, I haven't made a payment in over 30 days. And he has yet to, to, to empathize, sympathize. He has yet to try to pay me anything, $50 a week, $150 a week, any, anything, $20 a day, something. And so I remember there was another time I called him in September, it was back to school time, and I didn't have money for my daughter for school. And I asked him for money. You know, I asked him, you know, when are you going to pay me? Can you sell me? I need to buy my daughter uniform shirts. And I need to. So she wore a pair of shoes from last year for the first two days of school. And, um, and I wound up getting money for her to be able to get new uniforms two days after school started. I got a couple of dollars from um because I received government assistance. So thank God for that. So I was able to buy her um one long sleeve, two short sleeves, her uniform, slacks and skirts and sweaters, stockings, undergarments, socks, and things like that. Um thank God to the you know for government assistance. And before 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 receiving the the money for that i like i said i asked him and i said you know i'm a single mom i'm doing this alone i'm not working anymore you know i'm i lost my job and i'm not receiving any you know other financial support financial aid um he didn't know about me receiving uh government assistance besides me getting food assistance so he didn't care. He he was like, I'm a single parent, too. I have kids, too. And I said, but you, you're not doing it alone. I don't have a male spouse or a male friend that's, you know, helping me. I'm, I need my money back. So um, that's when he first tried to do the friend thing by saying that I gave him money out of me liking him. And he said, you wanted to take me with you out of town. So... Now you don't got no money, and now you broke. You asking for your money 
yes, it's mine. I shouldn't even have to give you an explanation as to why I need the money. I shouldn't have to say because my daughter um, has school coming soon and because she needs things because it's getting cold. Also, I call him. Her birthday was September 21st. I call him and I let him know in person. Well, not in person. We both met initially um, because I didn't give you all the backstory. We initially met on Beagle Live. And we um, are um, from uh, our similar locations. We, you know, so that's what I was pretty much, um, that's what we had in common. We were both um, from the same area, not, you know, same city, state. At least that's what he told me. And I did find him, you know, physically attractive. And that's why he keeps bringing it to my my um attention and to deflect on paying me back he he just keeps saying oh you gave it to me because you liked me so um I, I said you know my daughter's birthday her fourth birthday is coming I need to be able to buy her something new a toy to treat her someplace because he want to know why and I didn't ask him any questions he told me the story about his dad but I didn't ask him any questions about anything. And I went months without even asking for the first payment. Um, because he was trying to make an attempt at first because he gave me about 300 in cash. He gave me 100 he sent on zero that I do have proof of. I don't have the proof of the 300 because there was no receipts or anything. My old phone screen was messed up. I took a picture. I may be able to find it, that picture through Google Photos, but I had taken a picture of what it was because I, I texted him about where the rest of the money was because he told me it was one amount, but when I counted it, it was another amount. And then when I when he started short, when he shorted me, he said, oh, that's for gas. I said, $40 for gas, but I gave you gas money. He tried to do this. He did, you know, tried to say that it was for gas, you know, and things like that, but I was paying him. And then when I got upset about it, like, um, he took me to go to a furniture store. I said, I don't want to go nowhere with you if I don't got my own gas money because I don't want you deducting that from that large amount because I need that to pay for my the rest of my school. So he pretended to care, you know, but anytime I asked him about something, um, the last time I, before today, when I asked him about my money, he said, I only owe you $1,800. I almost cried. What do you mean, eighteen hundred? He's trying to really, honestly, take advantage of me, and he don't know that my friend looked up his background and found out all of his addresses and his information, and you know, and and stuff like that. And I could have been went to court, and I'm really not trying to do that, but I may have to. So I tried to call him back. Um, a few a few moments ago, um, he hasn't texted me. Is he being smart? Because he know I'm going to keep all of that information. Because I want to make sure I can prove anything that I need to prove to courts. You know, to whomever I need to make sure I have some type of proof. This recording is also proof for me. So I'm going to call him back and see if he'll answer. And I'm going to put my phone as close as I can to this microphone on this device so that you all can 
hear him clearly. Because he told me don't call his phone anymore. Please leave your message for and then he five, me the voice seven, one, eight, three, nine. Uh, I don't want to put the whole number out because I may get in trouble for that. And I don't, I'm not trying to be spiteful, even though I am doing this recording. I'm doing this recording because it's almost Christmas time. It's November and it's almost Thanksgiving time. And I would like to be able to have money for my daughter for Thanksgiving for Christmas. She's in pre-K-4, so they have fall festival coming up. And I don't have anything for my daughter to take to school for fall festival. <laughs> I feel like I'm reaching a low now because I'm almost complete with my school and I can't, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish school now because <laughs> I was paying off 10k of my own money myself <laughs> and this is when, it's like when people ask me, they always, I always assume that they can pay me because they have some type of job or something like when I lend my old neighbor the $800 he has, he gets um, child support. I know that's not much, but he also gets, you know, a disability check. He gets a military check, get a police officer check. He say, he, you know, from his, him retiring. And he, he, he did his ones and twos, you know, he sold things like single cigarettes, sodas, beers, you know, he sold TVs, he sold electronic items that he had in his home. And just like with Jimmy, Jimmy's a truck driver. Most truck drivers I know make a decent living. Big Jimmy is Robert Clayton. And then he told me he had his own 420 business. I, I assumed it was doing well. And then when he asked me to be the chef to cook for him, to make his desserts, his cookies and his brownies, and he said we was going to work with the pectin in the future to do the gummies, and he wound up bringing the butter machine, which I probably purchased, and the small ball mason jars, which I probably purchased, which he probably spent my money to bring to me. Um, that's when, I, like I mentioned earlier, made the cookies and brownies that never sold, never went anywhere. But I really, I really honestly believe that um, he was gonna pay me back, even though I would still be doing the labor work. It was gonna, it would be fun for me to do, but I, you know, I just wanted my money back. And I guess there was a way for him to try to make some sales or whatever, because he's bought the, like I said, the money is supposed to go for him buying a lawyer. He bought marijuana with it because we were supposed to make cookies and brownies, and he was supposedly selling the weed to make money to pay me back. He was trying to flip it or do whatever he needed to make some money for him and to pay me back what he owed me, what he borrowed from me. He never did. And then he he texted me out the blue a few weeks ago to tell me a sob story to make me feel bad for him like he did when his car charger messed up. Um... The report, the the report that I, the report that my friend sent me says that he was in a car uh, accident, a nine. He think I think he told me it was a six or nine car crash, but he told me his back, knee, neck was hurt, so that I can sympathize, you know. And um, 
And I, you know, I told him, you know, I'm glad you're alive, but I still need my money. My friend looked it up and said it didn't happen in September when he sent me the text. It happened in August and that he was not injured, according to the police report. So he lied again. When he lied before, he said that his car, he was in an accident before and that his car charger was wrecked. And he needed about six or eight hundred dollars between six hundred and eight hundred dollars to get repairs or whatever fixed on the car. I don't know much about vehicles because I don't drive, but because he made an attempt to give me a couple of dollars before, um, like I said, about 300 before, I assumed that he was going to pay me back. So I said, um, from the 600 or 800 that you're supposed to give to me, go ahead and use it to get your car repaired because I know from the, the money you're going to still give me my money back. And I didn't, you know, I didn't say it in any other way. And so he keeps saying, it's a gift. You um, you gave it to me because you like me. You wanted to take me on trips and all of these things. But I was just being normally a nice person like I am. And that's where I get frustrated because I don't understand how good I am to people, how I get the back end, how I get betrayed, how people can do me wrong when I'm not a foul and evil and cruel person to people. I don't understand it at all. I really don't. And 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 I'm hurting now. I am. I am. I'm almost afraid to say hurt because they say hurt people hurt people. And I don't. I don't hurt people. I mean, I am tired. I am tired of feeling this way, though. I'm tired of feeling this way. I haven't did a podcast in so long. And I'm just hoping that this is heard everywhere and that it reaches someone. And um, I can get some some type of support or something from someone. Because I don't know what to do now. It's almost like I'm back at square one. I got to figure out how to take care of my bills. And especially for school. And I don't know what to do. I'm... You know, they say when you, they say put it in God's hands, you know, worrying, it's a sin to worry. I need all your help right now, God, because I don't know what to do. The reason why I even attempted, the reason why I call him today to begin with is because I thought about my money. Like, I thought about my bills. I looked at my account this morning. And, um, I received an email as well from student accounts with my school. And I was just like, I need my money. <laughs> I 
And you're not trying to pay me my money. It's so not fair to me. <laughs> I mean, I have to say no. Like, oh, maybe, maybe that's just the problem there. That is my problem. I gotta say no to people. I can't keep it in nice because people keep taking advantage of me. <laughs> It keep happening. It just keep happening. <laughs> and every time I'm out and without, I don't ask nobody for help. But when I do, they tell me no. And I can't get upset or try to make them or try to brainwash and finesse them. To give me money, you know. And I think about the stuff afterwards, like with Billy. Why couldn't he get the money from his close friends and family before asking someone that he didn't know for more than a year? And then I gave him a year or so time before I even tried to sue him, before I even did paperwork the first time. And I'm thinking about Robert Clayton. Why isn't he trying to pay me back? Because I don't know if his business is legit. He said he had a website, but I don't know if it's legit, legit. So I'm not going to say the name of the website. I just know it was a 420 site. That's all I know. But I just honestly believe that he will repay me my money. You know, now I'm starting to see when men brag on their so-called success, they really aren't doing much to be successful. They're just talking about their dreams, and they're still dreaming of dreams, and that they're delusional. Because when I met him, and he introduced himself, he said, hey, how you doing? I'm Big Jimmy. Um, At that time, I didn't know him as Robert Clayton. He said, I'm Big Jimmy. I um I own a four I'm a truck driver and I own my own 420 business. And because he is out of Alexandria, Virginia, I never did say city, state. I just said we were kinda from the same area, you know. Um he you know, I was like, Oh, okay, he's not far from me, you know. So we exchanged numbers off of that. Um, and that's like the beginning stage of how he started to kind of mold me um and he started to come around to visit me to hang out with me and he befriended me and he took advantage of me he took advantage of me so I just been applying for jobs because I need to try to, I'm, I'm hoping that I can still complete my last class, um, which I know I'm already being reported to collections. But I'm just hoping that I can um, finish my last class out. Um, and that my school does not stop me because, until they get the rest of the money for me to do that last class. I'm really hoping that. I could still do it because it starts on November the 12th. My entrepreneurship class, which will be 12 
about a length of 12 weeks. My my externship begin date is scheduled January the 5th. And I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but it's just like every time I'm close to my goals, because I'm chasing my dream, it's like it's always something. <laughs> And I'm really trying to be, you know, the best I can be as a parent and, and, and as a human being, the best me I can be. And I, and I get doubtful a lot. And then I get my momentum and my and I self-encourage and I listen to motivational speakers and speak with people. And I, you know, I lift my head back up and then I push myself and then I thrive and I thrive. And it's like, oh no, now I'm a little bit. I'm there again at that doubtful state. I'm there again where I've got my head now because I don't know if I can complete school now. And I've been looking into my city's resources, and a lot of them, like I don't know where to find financial aid assistance because I already got in the beginning of my school program last April 5k um a split between subsidized and the unsubsidized loans to begin my school and then I paid 10k to my school is um no I paid hold on I paid about 8k because I still owe them $2,403 because I lent him money so I didn't I couldn't pay the amount that I wanted to a couple, a few months ago when I still had some decent money because I wound up losing my job and had to really stretch my, my finances for my bills. And I don't know now. I don't know what I'm going to do. But um, the next episode I'm going to make because I'm trying to split these in because I haven't did episodes in a while. Um, it's like a part of me where I get put out all his personal information, but I never know who's listening to me, and I don't want to get in trouble, especially if I plan to, you know, send him to court. So, and I don't know if he's recording on his end, so I'm, I gotta be smart. So, um, this concludes. Uh, this finishes. I'm, I'm, I'm complete with this. Um, recording. All right.